The year is 2015. New York City is a wasteland. The city is ruled with an iron fist by the great Mad Ark. <laughs> that's him, and that's how he laughs. I am Mad Ark, ruler of New York City 2015. Oh, Royal One, please tell us a little bit about yourself. I love sitting in my gigantic throne, surrounded by different kinds of fruit. What's your throne made of? It's made of bone. (laughs) Bones of the servants of New York City who could not meet the expectations of... Madark. That's right, and I should consider myself very lucky to be the one who I have not yet been ground down into bones. I am just a humble scribe. Yes. Here to tell your story. The biography of Madark. To be a bestseller. To be the only thing people read in 2015. New York City, baby. Well, you know how everybody, you know, used to get up in arms about how Barnes and Noble got rid of Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. More like butts and boogus. Very good. Aha. Write that down. Barnes and Noble. Butts and boogus. Butts and boogus. Yes. Okay. I've written it down. Good. It's in the, the royal document. But good, I, good, good. People used to hate Barnes & Noble for taking off mom and pop shops, but now they got their come up and Because uh, now the only bookstore around is whatever. used books. Yeah, it's whatever you want to distribute to the people. Yes. The books I read, and I give them back. Because I am... I am also a generous dictator. I I read a, I read money many many books. Money a many. Money a many. They give me the money for the books that I have read. I've read three books. Which are? I've read The Old Man in the Sea. I read it a little bit. There is an old man. And there is a sea. That's I'm, I'm sure of that. Great. I love these plot details, oh, Maleficent one. I read the Odyssey. The great story of Odysseus. A classic. A, a storytelling structure that's been passed down from generation to generation. And I've read Romeo and Juliet. Oh, because Maddox has love in his heart. Dear, uh, dear listener, hmm. lest you forget, Maddox is a good and noble king who pursues nothing but love for uh, himself yes. and for others. Love and power. Exactly. Write those down. Love and power. Get it engraved on the side of the building. Madark is love and power. I will place the call as soon as our recording session is complete. My my liege. Yes. My big boy, my daddy and master. Yes. I love it when you call me daddy and master. 
I love being able to call you that because yes. you have not yet ground me down into just bones. You've risen through the ranks, beginning as a, uh, you know, like just grape picker out in the fields to find me the best fruit around and rose, rose to manager, supervisor. Then describe. My time in the grape fields was quite wonderful because, you know, everybody else used to be kind of bummed out about how the grapevines would crawl up, you know, mm. bones instead of, you know, a plant, planks of wood for the vines to grow up. Yes. We had to be using bones because there's more bones in this city than there's even uh, wood. Uh, 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 there's b blown up buildings all over the place. There's cement. But you I can't. love blowing up the buildings. Yeah. Tell me more about these buildings I've blown up. Oh, you do such a good job, Maddox. And you you are so big that one would even believe that you stomped these buildings yourself. Much like Godzilla from those classic films. And I'd like to just say as a rule of thumb, we're allowed to reference any Earth thing we want to because that's where we live. It's 2015. Exactly. New York City. What else is there but Earth? I don't know. You know, the cosmos. The cos- Ah! The cosmos. I hate the cosmos. It was then that Maddox's vision turned to the heavens, and even mm. though he said he hated it, he also, deep in his loins, wondered what could be out there. Could he maybe conquer further reaches of space? Ah! I get a hard-on for thinking of conquering space. Yes, man. My loins tingle with conquering. Hmm. What else could there could there be? De uh, many planets full of devils and and uh, people made of materials that we couldn't even perceive with mm. our six, our five or six senses. Yes. And everybody knows that Maddox has the sixth sense. I have the best sense in town. In New York City 2015. Been detached from the rest of the continent and is its own state. Is its own kingdom. Yeah, like, is the rest of the world in turmoil right now, or is it just New York City that's been sort of... We know nothing of the outside world. As it should be, Master. As it should be. Because anything that is not under Maddox's purview is of no interest to me or any of Absolutely your... Absolutely not. ...other citizens. There's nothing else happening beyond these walls. You tell that to everybody. I'll write it down. So, tell me more about my... My upbringing and, and who I am, where where I'm going. Well, Maddox used to work for the post office, and he was just a humble... I mean, if you'll allow me to say it, Master and Daddy, my leash, you were just a humble male... Uh, organi you, you know, you would organize the mail at the post office. I was the fastest letter swinger in town. Yeah, you would throw it into all the little boxes. I don't really get how that works. Like, is that actually a job? Like, somebody just oh, yeah. throws letters into... What are the boxes? That's like, what I did. Districts? Or... or Zip codes. 
hurts. So each box is a zip code, and you would throw them so fast, and you would throw them so fast that they would turn to fire, and it would burn up all the other mail. Ah, yes. And your boss would have to have many uh, speakings to you, and that's yes. when you started developing your, your disregard of, a th- of authority, authority. Of, of the law, and also your own. You want you wanted to crush your boss under your boot. I am the crusher. And you started small, and mm. you crushed your boss under your boot at that post office. Yep. And everybody got scared of you, and you said, "If you take this to the police, I'm gonna crush you under my boot." That's when they all became my minions. They loved it. They were like, uh-huh. "We didn't like Jerry either. He was kind of a dick." Yeah. So, you know, you're kind of scary, but you're not Jerry. I'm not Jerry, that's for damn sure. And so, much in the same way that New York City is this isolated little place from the rest of the country, you were able to isolate the uh, post office down on the 14th Street. 14th Street Post Office, I remember it fondly. You know. First building I burned to the ground. And everybody, you know, hanging out in Union Square. Ah, oh, bunch of hippies playing their hacky sack. No, thank you. These hippies were hacking their sack, and they could see a building burning, and they were like, oh, geez, somebody oh, better geez. call the FDNY. And, uh, you know, but you came out of the building burning, the burning building, the building burning, the burning building, mm-hmm. and you said, hey, everybody, don't worry about it. I've got this under control. I did. I or said, I'll, I'll crush you under. Exactly. I'll crush you under my bone crushing boot. As is commonplace with me, Madark. It's what you say and it's what you do and it's how you live and how you love. The rise of Madark now, scribe. The rise of Madark. So, you know, you just went building by building. You mm-hmm. so the, the, the post office was right next door to a Chipotle, which you and all the other employees used to go to. And you went yes. to the Chipotle, and you reached over the counter. Uh, I broke it in two. You smashed, yeah, you smashed the counter. You grabbed yes. a bunch of beans, threw it at the person working the register, and said, listen, this is my Chipotle now. Yes. I don't want to hear nothing about how... You're part of a corporate tra- chain, and that this sort of action would not go over well in any sort of normal circumstance because I'm mad I can crush you and your corporate overlords with my boot. Yes, exactly. I don't, I don't know how we're going to keep getting deliveries to Chipotle when there's clearly been such a violent incident, but. Yes. But you knew a guy who was growing beans over in New Jersey. Yes, whatever that place is. Do you not know what New Jersey is? We've blocked it out of histories. Only uh, you and I know of New Jersey now. I'm sorry, Master. I'll strike it from the account. Give yourself five lashings for the mention of New Jersey. Oh, oh, yeah. It's you know it's good to get those lashings from time to time because I've grown complacent in my role as, as your scribe because I get an extra banana yes. a day yes you, you have earned your bananas scribe but this isn't about me this is not about you this is about me Madark the evil the powerful the dictator of New York City 2015 so basically you my lord and big papa Master, there is no other big papa. Write that in the book. There can be no other papa. 
there Papa must any other Papa must be stopped. Destroyed by Madoc. Yes. Be he Papa of flesh or otherwise. A, yes. be, a bear. A bear. You fear no bear. I fear no bear. No antelope. No lion. No sea turtle. And especially no dolphin. So that brings me to my next point. You you sort of just you building by building. You just sort of you you took over New York City like this and that. And you went to the Bronx Zoo, and you sort of intimidated all the both the workers that worked there and the animals. But intimidating the animals was kind of a dick move, if if you permit me to say it, because they're already a dick in, move. They were already in captivity, and you're coming in there just on the edge of the, the lion pit, yelling at the lions. Yes, I yelled. You are now mine! You are now mine! And they would just sort of look up at you blankly and be like, Yeah, we're fucking trapped in this zoo. I spent two days yelling at the penguins. You are now mine! You are now mine! And, you know, the zoo employees tried to stop you, but you said your classic line... I'll crush you with my boot. Yep, and yes. they, they were like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What? This guy's out of control. We can't deal with this guy. There were police helicopters all around, but my followers, they became the police. They were the police. They were the firemen. Yeah, you took over a few precincts. Exactly. With the cult of Madark. The cult of Madoc spread into the the uh, legal judges, uh, juries, executioners, bailiffs, and executioners both. Subway employees. The prisons you you uh, opened up and released the prisoners. prisoners into the streets to stir up cause ta- havoc. Yes. I am so. I am interrupting. My great no, story. It's, it's your story. You can say it's, you know, you're the boss of your own destiny. Because uh-huh. you've got those big, powerful... Should we say that your boots are magic? They are magic boots. Because when you were working at the post office, you got a package that was encrusted in jewels and platinum. And it and, said, do not open. And it was sent to some wizard at, uh, yeah, at Waverly Place. <laughs> <laughs> You get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I wanted to reference Wizards of Waverly Place like at a party the other day, but I was like, this won't track. So I saved it for for now. For right now. I'm glad you did, scribe. But you cracked open that wizard's chest and, and found- that's when my voice dropped, you know, three octaves. Do we have a voice recording of what you used to sound like that we, for, for the listener, just so we know how, uh-huh. how big of a... T- Oh, good. This is Mad Ark prior to the transformation. When he was just a lowly... Ha, 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 yes. Nobody dare no, hear. I was a nobody. A nobody. I wasn't even Mad Ark. So you got those magic boots and these, yes. these boots. It's not like you're just bossing people around and they're uh-uh. listening to you. You wouldn't be able to take over a city if you just uh-uh. yelled at everyone. Especially not New York City. New York City. Where people city. don't take shit. The greatest city in the world. The Big Apple. Yeah, baby. Nobody stops us. The Mets. The New York Yankees. All mine. Go Mets. Yes. Now they call them the Mats because it's Maddox's team. team. But 
Also, you respect the Mets, so it's kind of similar. Similar in kind. Maybe you call Maddox Mets. Yes. So you're like, you, you retain ownership, but also the tradition of the team. You gotta maintain the tradition of the team. Mike Piazza is your ball boy. Uh. He was a hell of a player. Yes. Let's talk about it for sports ball. Twenty My minutes favorite. at a time. Anywho, so you know, so on and so forth. Eventually, every building in Manhattan had been crushed by you and your boots. You went to the zoo about once a week to yell at animals. That was yes. a good time for you. And uh, by 2016 or 2015, what do you, it's, what's 2015 now? It's 2015. By 2015, you, present day, you have now New York City is a desolate landscape of yes. destruction and turmoil and wind blows. Everything's through. kind of on fire yeah. all the time. Rubble. So much rubble. Gangs of skateboarding teenagers roam the countryside. Mutant skateboard the countryside. <laughs> yes. I've leveled all the buildings in Central Park and the nearby area. All the buildings in Central Park. There were so many, Scribe. There were so many. Believe me when I say. <laughs> Yeah, yes, Dad. The Central Park had the most buildings. Daddy, I misspoke. You're so right. And they were enormous in Central Park. Well, the Central Park Zoo, you just sort of... Oh, yes. You let all the animals out of there. Yes. You maintained the Bronx Zoo because you kind of liked the zoo atmosphere and wanted to keep that in some way. I like visiting it from time... I find it relaxing and soothing. But in the hub of Manhattan, you wanted animals, beast and man, to uh, run free alike. Uh, uh, uh. Yes. And that's why it's it's the countryside is filled with animals. They've proliferated. There's lions everywhere. Rewild the, the island. Imagine, if you will, like one shot, you know, like in a movie of of the New York Public Library. And it's, it's showing the lions that uh, are famous of the New York Public Library. And for some reason, they get smashed. And then a, a real lion leaps up onto uh. it. That's the sort of image uh, yes. that you'd have to associate with yes. Maddox Manhattan. Maddox Manhattan. Maddox Manhattan. Yes. You kept Ruth Chris just normal as hell because you like a good steak. Yes. Uh, and no. I kept Eisenberg's sandwich shop. Or is that Where, with, with the... $40 roast beef sandwiches. A tuna melt scribe. Oh. The best tuna melt in New York City. I was thinking of Katzenberg's, which is uh. where, like, $40 is, is an exaggeration, but literally, you can get, like, a $20 roast beef sandwich at 2 in the morning and, Jesus. and be sitting there being like, you know, I ordered this because I thought it was going to be good, but now that I'm at the register, I cannot believe a lot of fucking money. what I'm doing. But money is no issue here. I own everything. I have so many of those sandwiches on hand just to eat. You have so many that the bottom of the pile is sort of just rotting away. Uh, just uh, pile uh, of roast uh, beef uh, sandwiches that, like, yes. you hope the bacteria from the bottom isn't reaching the top, but you also 
Oh, that makes it good. Yeah. That makes it really good. You're a fucking freak like that. Yeah. You just eat anything. Yes. Yeah. I'm a glutton. Ugh. You you know, like, the seven deadly sins? Mm, yes. In, in the realm of Madark. I, oh, I embody all of them. All of them. Yes. We don't need to list them off if you know I'm what they lusty, are. Gluttonous. Yeah, yeah. We don't. I'm we don't jealous need to. <laughs> all right. All hell. Jealous of of who? Uh, At this point in the story, Brit and Sean entered the picture. The people that would make Madark jealous because they had a, they had some uh, property. The penthouse suite at Madison Square Garden, the most indestructible. Piece of real estate in your very city, in your very temple, your at your temple and home, Madison Square Garden, across the street from the temple of Madison Square. Keeping up with the Joneses, try keeping up with Sean and Britt for a a Lord Emperor like Matt Arc. They have their blues machine, their pinball machines, their state of the art recording studio. Doing their deadly, their research that was providing so much hope for so many people in the desolate landscape of New York City. Taking their transmissions from that godforsaken cosmos, that which I want to conquer, but am afraid, but am attracted to in a strange way. Yeah. Yes. It's a love-hate sort of relationship. Uh. Um... So this is the timeline where Madark is in charge. I'm in charge. Not to... I'm going to pull the curtain back right. and do a big reveal that actually me and you are just sitting on a park bench uh. in Washington Square Park. It's the it's the real timeline where Brit and Sean saved, it. saved the day. Uh. We've The two of us are just two uh. crusty New York guys... Who, you know, you've been... You used to be in a different timeline. You were emperor of this city. All right, Eric. Yes. Matt, it's okay. (sighs) It's fine. I was there. I was your royal scribe in 2015. Yeah. When you were the the king, Boss Hawk. This is so great, Eric. But (laughs) Brit... I miss those days. It was, it I really was do. Very cool. Now, I mean, today's not so bad. We're just feeding the pigeons. Uh, it's it's a little chilly. I'll, I gotta say. But you've got that new cardigan that you got, got at the, Salvation yes, Army. Yeah. yeah, it looks good on you. You know what? It really wasn't that expensive. It's about six dollars, and I, ha- I had a coupon. And you a coupon for a Salvation coupon. Army? Did you know they had coupons? No fucking way. I got two dollars off, so it's four dollars. Is that a real thing? Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. It's a Sal- coupon. It's Salvation Army. Who are the savings going to? I got. Why I got this cardigan and a mug that said. Best trip to Mexico ever. Yeah. You ever been to Mexico, Eric? No, I've never really left Manhattan. I was born and raised here. Yeah, you spent your whole life in Manhattan? (laughs) Yup. Yeah, that's basically just... I I mean, I never saw the point. There's so much in New York. There's so much to do. So many different types of people. It's it's a world unto itself, you know? That's how, like, when you used to be in the alternate timeline, Uh, emperor of the city. uh, I don't mean to keep bringing it up. 
Those were the days. Those were the days. Oh, jeez. We never left New York then. And we're, nobody we're, we're back here again. And we're just in New York. Uh, but e eating our sandwiches on a park bench in Union Square. I said Washington Square Park, but uh, I'm all we confused, can just man. We did, we went for we were walking while talking, uh, and we yeah. we walked to Union Square. Yeah, it's a far walk. Here's I don't a quick, mean to, quick, quick jaunt. I want to say this on record. I don't mean to call you on your logic flubs. So blatantly, That's when all they right, happen, man. it's just something in me is like, no, we need to be consistent with it. But who fucking cares? You know what? You know what? I don't know where we are. I just heard square, and I just jumped to the first thing I thought was the the right square. You you up in Harlem playing a uh, fucking what's what's the game where you hop on the squares? Not four square. It's like uh, oh yeah, yeah. jumping the square. Jump square, into different squares. Two square. I mean, I could just say four square. square. You you heard square. square, and your mind went to playing four square up in Harlem. <laughs> Give me a break, Matt. Uh, but okay, so let's just just lay the ground right. rules, uh, before we go to this jazz club and listen to some music, right? Yeah. Is it yeah, a good time be, for that? Be a, it's about time it's to about listen to some free jazz. <laughs> it's about time to listen to some... Or to go to a rave. Let's go to a rave. Let's go to a rave. Let's go to a bad rave. That's the type of situation where people still, like, give you the props that you deserve. Yeah. You walk into that place and you own that fucking place. And it's a bunch yeah. of, like, 45-year-old people who are big in the rave scene in the early 90s. And they, they got the, the gas, gas mask, mask, dreadlocks, the goggles. And they still have respect for you. And Mad respect. And I'm, like, your little... I'm on, like, a metal... I've got a metal leash that goes to my neck, and I'm shirtless, and you're this big guy. Yeah. Um. It's cool. Point is, before we go to this rave, I just wanted to set <laughs> the, the base level, which right. is that. So, there was an alternate timeline where you were King Lord Daddy of Town. Yeah. Maddock. But yeah. Brit and Sean were somehow able to... Brit and Sean. Do you remember how they took you down? Yeah, they, they turned back time. They went, they, so what happened was they went back to prehistoric era. Right, met right. Met a dinosaur. They were telling us about They this. played music with the dinosaur. With the blues machine, yes. And that altered the timeline. And somehow we got caught in the rift that they created. And it sent us right back to New York City. 2018. Normal journal. Just a little farther into the future. There's a lot that's different, that's for sure. We got internet now. Internet on our phones. Which I guess we didn't have in 2015 because... I didn't allow it. You didn't... Yeah, you had already altered the timeline enough that because I guess your whole timeline started in like 1995 like yeah, that's when you it were, took a long time to that's when you were yeah that's 1995 is when you were working in the uh, post mail, office mail post office that's heyday of the postal service yeah 95 yeah write that down 95 1995. Email had like only sort of caught on, and the postal service was living big. Living big. Now you got people with all their documents on iPads and in PDFs. 
You'll, you know, you'll never see me wandering around the city glued to my phone like, where the fuck am I reading some dumb shit? You'll never see me like that. I'll tell you, no shit people are walking around on their phones, like, reading shit, because, like, what else are you gonna do? Walk around and, like, have, like... I totally understand that. I don't mean to disagree with you, but I'm totally fucking fine with people being on their phones in public. Because, like, it's like you're reading or, like, looking at your friends instead of looking at a bunch of rude people. Totally cool. What I don't understand is I was getting breakfast the other day at my local bodega, my local deli, and a guy was, was at the register about to pay and, like, was distracted from paying for his own food by an iPad that he had in his hand. So he was, had an iPad out while fumbling for money and was just like, it felt very rude and like crazy, like like beyond the pale. See, that's, behavior. that's the kind of shit that won't pass in Maddark's timeline. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those days are behind us, man. Oh, damn it. It it was a good time. All right, Eric. We gotta go to our rave Let's and go sort to of the, the rave at um, try and get that depravity of the old days going. Yeah, and oh yeah. um, uh, you know, Brit and Sean are our nemesis. Your your nemesis. It's yours. Nemesis. This is your story. The story of me, Madark, and my. Let's establish this. Right here and right now, Britt and Sean are my sworn enemy, and I will stop at nothing to destroy them. And we have no idea where they are. But I've heard, I've, you know, I've been uh, hearing some back alley dealings that's about mm. some weird stories. Because mm. uh, my cousin Chuck, my cousin mm. Chuck, who Your was a, uh, who drove a barge ah. on the... East River. I'm glad you know these people. You know, he went he disappeared too and in very strange circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, let's go to this raven plot. Yeah, I was talk okay, yeah. <laughs> let's it's time to party. Time to party.
another I forget what my voice sounds like. This is basically this is Eric here. Yeah. The scribe of Manark, aka Matt. Matt. Back in the real back to reality. Oops, you know. There goes gravity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, there goes I love the pop filter. Music on Earth <laughs> Oh no. Gotta fix that. To get a clean recording for the clean without the puss sound. Uh, so uh, without the puss sound, exactly. That's what a pop filter is good for. You used to be it, king. It's of not the so thing. hard on your ears when you hear the. Oh, I really, I pushed the limits there, and I learned my lesson. You can still fuck up. Pushing the limits. You can push, push. It's still. There, maybe my pop filter was a little too close to the, uh, de device. The, the, our recording device. You know, we don't need to talk about pop filter. I was about to start talking more about pop filters. Yeah. Anywho. Back so, to our sad lives here in I New was, York City. It's not so sad, Matt, because oh. I've, I've got a clue as to uh. where Brit and Sean have oh. gotten to. Tell me more. Tell me more. Well, I was talking to my Aunt Patty, uh. the mother of my cousin. I love Patty. How is she doing? She's great. She said you got to come by sometimes and have some more for world famous blueberry chip Cookies. That was so nice, and she had me over to have those cookies. And you, and you made her so happy. With oh, you. you just no. kept asking for more, and you ate and ate until you puked. And she was like, "That's the sign of it's, a guy who loves your cooking." He's willing to eat it until he can no more. That's and she, she was flattered by this. I got a little She's distracted wonderful. for a moment. I was thinking about You said you knew where Brit and Sean were. Uh, I got this. I gotta just turn my phone off. I think, cause I. Yeah. The device of this. See, look at what I'm telling you. Look at what I'm telling you. Look, I don't want to hear it, but you're right. When you're right, you're right. It's the device of distraction. The very device of. Who owns what? Do I own the phone, or does it own me? Honestly, I think you own the phone, because you you pay money for it. I, I pay, yeah. But oh, I get what you're saying. That you you're also paying with your your time and energy. Yes, yes. Okay. I and mean, I'm on a shared plan with my mom, so really, she's the one paying for it. That's a. You're a grown-ass man. Some of these things linger on, you know. Where was she during your reign uh, of torment? She is in Connecticut, where I'm from. Outside the boundaries of New York City. I, I left the train line that goes to Connecticut so I could go visit her sometimes. You know, like Christmas, Thanksgiving... Yeah, and how did she? How does she feel about your dominion? She's very supportive. Oh, your mother's such a nice lady. She has pictures of me, ruling over the city, pointing down at a, a crowd of people, 
Me and my big chair when I used to have the bone chair. Bone chair. The bone chair. Don't, you're gonna start crying again if you talk about it too much. No, it's mad. It's okay. Okay. We, we, I was talking. I've got a major lead. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So we can crush Brit and Sean once again. Once again. Also, I'm the narrator, but I'm also taking on the role of the henchman. Whatever. I'm not really a narrator. I'm the scribe. The scribe. Doesn't matter. Uh, full steam ahead. Let's not dwell on the past. But you're paid hourly. I'm paid hourly. It's a you. You are able to supply that. Yes. We're friends, but also there's sort of a business arrangement. Exactly. But now you're in scribe role. Point is, <laughs> to get yeah, I'm a scribe now. Uh, uh I was talking to my aunt Patty, and she says her her little bouncing boy Chuck. My cousin Chuck. The garbage guy. The garbage, the guy who works on the barge. Yeah. On the Hudson River. Big Kathy fan. He, he loves, loves the, the comics. Com he loves the comic Kathy. He used to play this game where he would describe to me a Kathy comic, and I would just sort of have to, you know, piece it together in my mind's eye, and we would have so much fun doing that. Would you like to do that? Yeah, do you have one on hand? I've always got a Kathy in my back pocket. Just give me I've a second. I've never played this game with you before. <laughs> That's true. These two were two new people who... We're we, play, we play the game where we describe a comic strip to Kathy each other. I feel like it's gotta be Kathy, like, cause every time we've tried to do a different- We did families- Oh, shit. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I what, used to play- I used to play this game with my other cousins, too, and uh -huh. we tried playing it with a different comics like Beetle Bailey or Family Circus. Oh, it didn't yeah. have the same uh, je ne sais quoi. Uh. Uh, you know, it's Kathy. It just gets depressing very quickly, and you know you're in shaky territory. Kathy? It's like, oh, oh, okay. Ooh. This one's a classic. We got Kathy and Irving. Oh, is she is she gonna get ack ack ack? No, but um, without any spoilers, there's a tap tap tap. Ah. So we're getting a little bit of your your whole cell phone agenda ah. on the on the books here. Yes. So Kathy and Irving are sitting on a brown plaid couch. Mm. The wall behind them is white. It's just like a white space. It could be a wall. It could be. It sounds like a fancy apartment. It. Yeah, they're moving up in the world. Yes. Good for Kathy and Irving. Every panel is just them on the couch, so that makes my job pretty easy. Oh, good. They're just sitting on the couch. Uh, they're at the bottom of the frame. Kathy says, Have you stayed friends with your high school friends, Irving? <laughs> is that really that funny? I don't... I mean, it's like... Stay friends with your high school friends. Like, eh, I love my high school friends. I went to PS38 here in the city. I went to PS18. We were rivals. Yep. But now look at us, the best of friends. Yeah, some things, you know. Have you stayed on friends with your high school friends, Irving? What does Irving say? No. 
but you sort of stayed in touch, says Kathy. And Irving says, no. Irving is just not a sociable man. I've concluded this much, this far, this early on in the strip. He's not into it. He's he's not in touch with his high school friends. He doesn't want to communicate with Kathy in more than just one word at a time. That word being no. Yeah. That's cold. Like Irving, this video is not going to be showing you five mods to reinstall Fallout 4. Excuse me? Who is this? If you want to reinstall Fallout 4. I don't know. Sorry. I was, I've was. i been playing a lot of Fallout 4 on my Xbox lately. Oh. So I've got all these videos queued up. And one of them. How is that? <laughs> oh, it's great. You know, uh, it, you know it's, it's, uh, it's a video game. And... It's the end of the world in the video game, so I play it to sort of remember what things were like oh, yeah. back in our time. But so I didn't mean to interrupt. This is a goddamn mess. We're trying to figure out what happened to Irving. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So, first panel, have you stayed friends with your high school friends, Irving? And Irving says no, and she says, but you sort of stayed in touch. He says no. Next panel, you sent Christmas cards, and what does Irving say? No. No. I knew it. I let, knew it. Let people know when you moved? No. No. Third panel, how did the reunion committee find you? And he's going tap, tap, tap on his cell phone. And he says, how do you think? And she says, oh. This is the last panel. She says, ow. And then Irving lays down the smackdown. He's got a little bit of smoke coming off the top of his head, and his cheeks look dirty. Is he frustrated? He's frustrated, and he says, oh. The new anonymity, an unlisted phone and global web access to my sock-buying habits. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no Eric, idea. Eric, I have a lot of questions for you. <laughs> yeah, please. So as do I. How... What what is this supposed to communicate? The new anonymity, an unlisted phone, and global web access to my sock buying habits. Obviously, it's about like social media. If anyone is listening in, <laughs> write to us and tell us what this comic what this means. comic means. Because he's she's asking. We'll send you fifty dollars. <laughs> well, we will send you fifty dollars if you can. Uh, in in a in, in a way that we find valid. Yeah. You know, it has to be up to our snuff. We have to yeah. be like, okay, we totally understand. Thank you. He's fifty dollars. Yeah. But so it's obviously like about Facebook because she's asking about keeping in touch with high school That's friends. That's what Facebook cards, is all about. Social media. And he, I guess, doesn't want to be found by the reunion uh -huh. committee. The new anonymity, an unlisted phone. And global web access to my sock buying habits. What? Is he also? <laughs> so maybe Irving is addicted to buying socks? <laughs> but I don't understand how that fact is in to like being vaguely in touch with people by Facebook. I get the unlisted phone thing. Like you're anonymous because you have an unlisted phone. You don't want people reaching out. Uh -huh. to you. And the you and, know, and the I sock. Go, go ahead. The sock buying thing, I think, is like a, you know, like a targeted advertisement thing. Right? Yeah. But I still don't 
understand. <laughs> They're like they could have said they could the punchline could have been a, just a simple thing about like an unlisted phone, but everybody can see. I guess that's what it is. Is the new anonymity is I have an unlisted phone, but everybody can see my sock buying habits. Oh. But that's such like a what's the word for when something's very small, like and like insignificant. Nah, it's it's but small but specific. Uh, esoteric. Esoteric. That's such an esoteric way. Yeah. To talk about how people have access to too much mundane information on the internet. Yeah. But that I, was a real winner, Eric. I think. <laughs> Kathy's a great comic. It's a great comic. It's a great game to describe a Kathy comic to a friend and you can hash you know, it out. You can do this at parties, <laughs> weddings, funerals. Everybody's into it. Everybody knows this game. A baby game. shower. Oh, Hold baby. on, everybody. I brought a folded <laughs> clipping from the comic. It's Kathy, but only I can look at it. I brought this and I'm going to describe it to all of you. I've got this morning's Kathy on hand, everybody. And everybody this gets all excited. Kathy. And, but yeah. No one gets the newspaper anymore. It Full circle. Uh, Nobody has a phone number. Everybody knows what socks you're buying. Irving. <laughs> but, but. Uh, <laughs> You don't keep in touch with these people because you don't want to. Anywho. Anywho. Point of the story is... Point of the story that, is... That me and Chuck... Chuck me and Chuck, Chuck used to... I think he used yeah. to like Kathy. Yeah, we used to... Yeah, that's why it all came up. It's because yes. my cousin Chuck introduced me to this game. He introduced me to the the, the subtle joys of the comic Kathy. Uh, his, his mother, my Aunt Patty, was telling me he went up to space. To space. To space, like when you were sort of <sighs> looking to the cosmos when you were. Yeah, I was feeling randy. Horny for space. Horny for space. You know why they call it a black hole? Oh yeah. I don't want to finish that joke. I'll let you, I'll get I'll let you finish it. Not like you. I mean, like the, the, like in your mind. In the mind. Yeah. I'll I'll let you, you figure didn't want out. You want me to I'll like say something. something? No, that because cool. I had nothing to say. You had nothing. Like, yes. Yes, <laughs> a black hole. You know why they call Ooh. it a black hole. Um, he, so Chuck is in space, uh -huh. uh, and apparently there were two rascals <clears throat> on his barge when he went on into space. Because he called his mother as he was going into space. He said, "These two boys, Sean and Brett, showed up on my boat." Sean Ma. I love you, Ma. I, he keeps in such close correspondence with his mother. I mean, when even you, from space. Even from space, he she hasn't heard from him pretty recently. She thinks his cell phone reception's all messed up. He's in space. He's in space. He can't go that far. Uh, but yeah, he's so now we're aware that Brit and Sean are in space. Uh, you knew you. I think you knew this the whole time. I did, but it's been nice just going to raves and feeding pigeons uh, with you. All right. How, How much time we got on the clock? Um, we've got like 30 minutes. All right. 30 minutes of your time. Of my time. Okay. Before I got to get to my ma's house to get some, uh, 
to make some pizza pies. Uh, you know what, Eric? I have a proposition for you. What? Matt? I'll pay you overtime to join me on a quest into space! Yes! I'm totally into this. Actually, if I mean one, one and a half times. Yeah, your, that's what I was gonna say. Rate. Yeah, overtime is good. Uh, my mom will totally understand that. She'll be like proud of me for working hard. She's so happy that I got this job. It gets, it's it's a pretty good job, wouldn't she say? Where do you get your money from? I can't say. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Just can't say. <laughs> Okay, look, my parents, they, like, gave me a lot of money when I was born, a trust fund. Okay. So I'm dipping into the trust fund. Look, and I, it, it's going to dry up sometime, but, you know, you got to invest now. And you're spending all your money going to raves and on pigeon look, seed. How much money did you spend on pigeon feed in the past year? You really want to know? I want to know. I want a, a specific figure, just a number, the funniest number you could think of. Is well, it's not what I'm it's looking not a funny, for. I'm not gonna think of it. It's a. I have all the receipts right here. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of receipts. All right. I spent five thousand two hundred and sixty dollars on pigeon feed. Oh boy! You know you could just go to the bodega and get a piece of bread and tear that up. Well, you know I go to the Whole Foods and get organic pigeon feed. Hey. So you know, but I do it often. I do it enough to rack up a real high bill on this stuff. <sighs> God. So look, these are the things that are important to me is having you be my scribe. Yes. And then I'm employing you full time to do this. All 24-7, I'll be there for you. My, uh, my pigeon feed. Daddy. Tuna melt sandwiches, which I should cut back on, apparently, because <laughs> yeah. of mercury poisoning. Right, right. Um, and uh, that's it. I don't have a cell phone. I live at my parents' house. I don't have a lot of overhead, you know? But I have this big trust fund. But what is overhead is space, and we gotta get there somehow, right? How are we gonna do that? I was... No one knows this, Eric. <laughs> yeah. But I've been secretly building a spaceship. Why? A garbage truck. In your parents' plus size garage? Yes. In their hangar that they bought for Because your me. parents are pilots. Yes. My parents are pilots. They're both pilots. They I, met I, in the sky. I got a garbage truck. Yeah. That I outfitted with rocket engines. Yeah. In order to someday go to space, to now conquer the frontier that I could not conquer in the past timeline. Wow, you really held on to your ambitions. Yes. From yes. I mean, I guess you were the because I, you know, I was even in the the timeline where you were the king. I was still just like some guy. Like my my standard of living hasn't really changed that much between normal time and apocalypse time yep. uh, but you you must have had I, a major fall from grace there I did how did it make you feel you know it, 
really it makes you really doubt your decisions from day to day. You know, you think, am I really good at this? Can I succeed? And there's a little voice in the back of your head that says, you don't even need to try, Madark. It's not gonna happen. Well, like, yeah. well, I guess it's not even Madark. It's just Matt. It's Matt. Hey, man. Matt. But space is the final frontier, as Star Trek likes to say. It is. Uh, is that what Star Trek Doesn't matter. Star, Star Trek likes to say. So, you know, you can be whoever you want to be in space. Yeah. It's like the first day of school. You can remake yourself into whoever you want to be. So, are you telling me that I can be Mad Ark again? In space, you could be Mad Ark again, and you could rule with an iron fist. <sighs> How does that sound? Excellent. Mr. Man? Uh, that there's a smile. Uh, 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 oh yeah, that's what I like to see. Alright. Alright, Eric. Would you join me on this quest to space? I'll pay you overtime. As you say, as long as you pay me overtime, it's good with me. To join me in And as long as I get oh. to honk the horn on the on the garbage truck from time to time. Of course, of I'll, course. Oh boy. Of course. Although, do I need to remind you there is no sound in space? No one can hear you scream. And no one can hear you honk. No one can. We, you know, you know, Eric, I can hear you honk. Okay. That's good. That's good enough for me. All right. Bad buddy. You want to do it, buddy? Let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to space. We're going to space.
right. What's go? So what's up? <sighs> How do we start this thing? Does this run on diesel or it what? Runs on sixteen hundred nine volt batteries. Batteries? Wow. Yeah. I didn't take you for the electric car kind of guy. You seem so averse to. I'm a real Elon Musk. That is true because you're maniacal and power hungry. Uh-huh. Hot take. Yes. Maybe he doesn't have the best interest of whoever or whatever in mind. Maybe he's just pursuing his own, you know, self-identified values. On exactly a, like me. On a terrifyingly massive scale. <laughs> yes. All right, so we poured all the battery poured. We put all the batteries into this truck. Yes, put all the batteries in the truck. It's all loaded up. Do, do we we got a bunch of roast beef sandwiches? Good. We got a bunch of Aunt Patty's blueberry cookies. Good. Uh, tuna melts. Your mother's standing in the driveway crying and saying, "Oh, my baby boy, my baby boy." I love you, ma. I love I'll you. I'll call you, Mrs. H. That's I don't know what your last name is. You've just, I'm not gonna, it's I'm, not relevant. The last word, the last letter of Madark is H. Yes. Anywho, see you later. See you on the flip side, Mrs. H. We're going to space. All right. So we got the sandwiches, batteries. Let's got the keys in the ignition. Let's get this. Baby humming. We're going to space. We've got the dice on the on the reflector, the window thing. Let's hanging down. Let's uh tune Let's uh tune this baby to your favorite radio station. What what which is that? Is it 103.5 KTU? Yes it is! How did you know? Uh I just, you know, I'm your good friend. 103 KTU. KTU, the beat of New York. New York City, sayonara, assholes. I'm Madark, and I'll be king of you all. Sorry, going? We're about to hit the road. Yeah. And we're going to have a good time. I hope this doesn't get us a takedown notice. A ticket? <laughs> Playing KTU on the airwaves like this. Nice. Because <laughs> this is KTU. This is KTU right now. <laughs> nice. We're play- streaming, streaming, streaming. Yeah, baby. All right. All right, Eric. Set course for space. I'm the driver. You're the you're yes. just the passenger. I built this ship, but I am the passenger. Or is, yeah, what's the? Cause this, what's? Or, I do nothing. I do no work. Yeah, you're like. I just, I'm the uh, overseer, perhaps, of what's going on. If you will. If you will. Oh, I love this song. Do you know this song? Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> I, I can't say I know the lyrics. 
You know, this kind of pop music is like Alright, we're definitely gonna get a takedown notice. <laughs> do pot do do Anywho, we'll talk the about that later. I've got new rules, I've got new Is um, that what is that what it is? I think it's about yeah, she's got new rules and her man has to follow them. Anywho, what were you gonna say about pop music? That you can use this music in crazy ways, like I'm gonna play it at my grocery store. I'm gonna play it at my bar club. I'm gonna listen to it in the car. But you, you never see a grocery store getting a takedown notice no. from YouTube. No. You never see the police no. busting into a bar to say, "Hey, what are you playing on that jukebox?" Well, I guess you'd pay a license for the jukebox, probably. This is probably oh, yeah. all dealt with in. Anywho. Cool. Our truck is now blasting off into space And blasting some sick tunes. We're in the atmosphere And by the time the KTU cuts out We'll know that we've broken the atmosphere By the time it gets taken out Yep, if the KTU gets cut down It's because we're no longer able to broadcast it uh, Now see Eric What's up, Matt? I'm at a loss. We need to get to Brit and Sean and crush them. This is the big plan. Well, one good thing about that is that Chuck was able to send his mom, my aunt, his coordinates. Yeah. And I've got them right here. And also a star chart. Ah, good, good. So navigation should be pretty easy. We're flying this trash truck with a wheel, so it's like we're still driving, only it's in space now. Like, the, the wheel, though, doesn't have any, like, forward, up or down, it's still just a wheel. <laughs> it's just straight. And we're just turning that wheel. We've put in the parameters. It's, yeah. You know, we don't have to worry about ma or yaw or whatever yeah. it's called. It's a truck. Ah. There's it's garbage falling in. Spewing out the spewing back, out the back. It's burning, it's burning up, and it's burning and blasting us into space. Yeah, we're having ourselves a good time. Dropping the beat. Dropping the beat. KTU. I just wanted that to be audible, because I love that. I've loved that. I've always loved that. KTU. The beat of New York. Because um, you're such a New York City guy, born and raised. Born, this is my left. first journey outside of Manhattan. Wow, what do you think? I'm pretty excited, to be honest, because uh, yeah? the rest of the world frightened me, but space, anything could happen. You anything know, I, goes. Living in New York, I know everything, so I know what the rest of the world is like. So, but space is, I don't know, so it could be good. I don't know space Back on either. Earth, I know that everything that is in New York City sucks ass. Ex exactly. But I've been humbled by Hell the vastness yeah. of space. Yeah. Are we done? 
We're just in space, We're flying in space. the truck. Flying the truck. You're gonna That's have to. What? How much? Are we good? Three minutes of your time before it's gonna go into overtime. But you know what? We're in space now. Yeah. We can just say tune in next week for an exciting time with Mad Ark. Matt has finally become Mad Ark once again. And he's going to dominate Brit and Sean wherever they may be. I'm Eric. I'm the scribe. And I'm getting OT. In space, we're going to destroy Brit and Sean. Yeah. That's for sure. I don't like... I'm... I'll... I don't really feel either way about them. You know, the fact that you don't like them motivates yeah. me pretty strongly. Plus, you're you're an employee of, you know, my LLC. So, you Just know. tell me where to be, boss, yeah. and I'll get it done. You know. You got the stuff. I'm a good driver. You're a good driver, good scribe. I'm a talented young man. Uh, Above all, you know, a fun guy to hang out with, you know? Yep. Whatever, it's like Likewise. a personal assistant. You need... You, they, can not, they can be not so great at a lot of things, but you have to have a good rapport. Yeah, and that we do... I like you, man. Our I like you too, Eric. Friends. That's why I hired you. And that's why in the past timeline, you moved up in the ranks to become the scribe. Well... I appreciate that. We're in space. Now we're, we're driving in space. in space. We're driving in space. Who knows where we'll go to? The coordinates are set. Etc. Etc. We, we might go to the moon and meet <laughs> the moon trolls. The oh, the people that run the. Uh, I've heard pray tell of a a moon base where they where a bunch of Scottish guys brew whiskey. Mm. Remember that. I do. I remember hearing about that. It's a, it's a, it's in the at the rave in the rave scene. There's a lot of rumors. You hear a lot of strange tales in the rave scene when you're washing your hands in the bathroom and there's some guy next to you doing, doing Lord knows what, but he's just talking, talking, talking. He just can't stop talking. Speaking of stopping talking, you know we know a lot of stuff from the rave scene. Yeah. That's like our main source of information. We could lead into that more. The rave scene. Yeah. And with that, we leave you. Tune in next week Tune to in. see where where we go in our uh, dump truck in space and whether or not we'll crush Britain, Sean. Good night. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. And what's your name? Mad Ark. This has been Mad Ark's st- story. Yes. Mad Ark story. And I'm Eric. The the scribe. Sayonara. Bye bye.